Today we're talking about why the INFJ loves the 80-20 rule. The 80-20 rule is a rule that can be applied in every life circumstance. It can be, for example, that if you have 100% of work in front of you, it will take 20% of your time to get 80% of the work done, and it will take 80% of your time to get the rest of 20% work done. It can also mean that if you have coworkers or clients, it will be those 20% of people that will cause you 80% of the problems, 80% of your time, 80% of your focus. And this applies to every scenario you have in life. This is of course a very vague rule, right? The bigger the project is, the more accurate it will be. But it's a great analogy to how you take on everything in life. And guess what? We as INFJs are holistic people. We as INFJs are visionaries and we as INFJs are everything but not about details. So today we're going to talk about how we as INFJs can use the 80-20 rules to create the life and the circumstances we always wanted. Before we get started, I want to remind you that the next INFJ Epic Life Bootcamp round starts in the end of January. So it's going to be a new year, we're starting fresh, we're getting a lot of stuff done. We have so many people already in bootcamp and we can't wait for you to join us and it's going to be an amazing round so I'm really looking forward to seeing you there make sure you join the waiting list so you get access to the early bird price and you get notified once we go live everything you need to know you can find in the links in the description so you might say the 80 20 rule is something that works for every personality type that's true but it is still the case that we as INFJs can work that rule very well but most of the time, we're not being taught that this is something that we should follow because everybody tells us, give 110%. You have to make sure that you perfect things. You have to make sure that you give it your best. Particularly in our Western culture, there is this phenomenon of, I'm the hardest worker in the room. I'm not going to be maybe the most talented one, but nobody's going to outwork me. And this is something that is praised in our society. But guess what? We are INFJs don't really fit in that mold. We're not the person who's going to be a workaholic. Yes, you will have some occasional INFJs here and there, but as a group, that's not really what we're known for. That's not what we really like. And once you don't have this bad conscience of, oh, I should be doing everything. I should be perfecting everything. I'm falling short to what I should be doing. You're going to get so much more done. You're going to make such progress. You're going to have an exponential learning curve. Because when it comes to learning curves, and this is not just for INFJs, this is just, you know, scientifically proven, it's not about the time you put into something, it's how often you do something. And if you're keeping yourself back from repeating certain things, if you're holding yourself back from, you know, continuously adding knowledge or action towards where you want to go, even if it's not perfect and you stay in a place where you continuously think through things and you don't want to take a step because it's not going to be perfect, you're holding yourself back and you're not allowing yourself for those exponential, you know, results to happen. So how do you as an INFJ get to a place where you love that 80-20 rule so much that you really create those extraordinary results? Well, we honestly have to get to a place where we believe that the 80-20 method is the smartest solution, that that is the best approach forward. 
Because you know what it means to actively live out the 80-20 rule? It's not about understanding, oh, 20% of the time is going to take me 80% of the way and then I need to do 80% of the work and I'm going to get the rest of 20% done. No, it's not about that. It's about understanding that that's how it works and then you only do the 20%. You only do what is necessary to get the 80% role done. You go with the thought of done is better than perfect. When I've talked to INFJs about this in detail throughout the last years, even if I didn't call it the 80-20 rules, we talked about in bootcamp, for example, many times, it's all about whatever you take on, you know, may it be in vocation or having a difficult conversation with a friend or, you know, getting the next job, whatever it may be, you have to know that it won't look good what you're doing. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to be worse than that. It's going to suck. But if you know this and that this is the way it's supposed to be and that this is a strategy that's going to take you to success, it's going to be much easier to take it on and create the results you always wanted. Because remember, we INFJs are visionaries. We as INFJs create our own logic. And we as INFJs are able to distance ourselves from what everybody else is doing. So if you're using your personal strengths to take this as a strategy for everything you do in life and you're totally okay with falling short of any expectations, knowing that whatever you do, it will suck, but it's a strategy of failure, 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 and that's the way you move forward. That's how you create the fastest results. Then you're going to be able to move forward and take the steps instead of being your own worst enemy. Most people are their own worst enemy. INFJs aren't any different to that. The difference is though, that the way we think works perfectly with the 80-20 rule if we allow ourselves to go in that direction, if we allow ourselves to view life this way, if we allow ourselves to not look out, oh, how are people reacting right now? because I'm not doing it for their reaction because they're not going to like it anyway because they're not seeing what I'm seeing. They're not there where I already am mentally, right? They don't know what I've seen. And what I'm doing is I'm putting in 20% of my effort to create 80% of the rules and then I'm off to the next task because before I know it, I have created a lot of good results that are a great basis for me to continue to build on. And that's how I build perfection. That's how I build mastery. And not by holding myself back because I think I have to get everything done 100%. I have to get everything done perfect right now. The same thing applies to people you have in your life. And to ask yourself how much of your time is actually going into relationships that are taking so much of your energy away from you. I can guarantee you, the relationships that are the easiest, the relationships that actually make you feel light, that make you feel at peace, they probably take up 20% of your time. You talk to them once a week, you see them when you're at church or at the gym or you know at work, and everything is easy peasy, right? You're comfortable with each other and it's all good. And this is around probably 80% of the people you have in your life. 
But then there are those 20%, you know, those difficult friends, those, you know, obnoxious relatives, uh, the coworker who annoys you, whatever it may be, it may be only the 20% of your life that take up 80% of your time, of your energy, and of your sanity. And you have to ask yourself, is it really worth what I'm doing here? just to try to have a positive relationship with everybody. Is it not okay for me to distance myself from those people and only to focus on those 80% of people who are causing 20% of work, are bringing me a lot of fun and joy in my life and are contributing to 80% of my overall happiness, right? And for us INFJs, this is a difficult conversation because very often we feel needed the most in those 20% of the relationships. I like to give this example of, let's say you have two grandmas and both of them love you very much, but one of them keeps telling you, you're not calling me often enough, you're not being a good granddaughter, etc. Who are you continuously calling? you're probably going to keep calling the grandma who's always nagging, who's always asking you, why are you not calling me enough? And so on and so forth. Although you feel great when you talk to the other grandma, the other grandma would feel amazing if you would call her just half as often as you would call that one grandma that wants your attention all the time. And the same thing applies to your relationship with your friends, your coworkers, whatever it may be. So again, The INFJ gets to a place where they know I can be a better friend if I'm in a good place. And in order for me to be in a good place, I cannot take on so much of other people's emotional stuff. I'm not an emotional garbage bag. I'm not a trash can for them to put on all their stuff on me. And on top of that, I feel like I have to be the one who makes that happen. We've conditioned ourselves to focus on those things. But if we as INFJs can condition ourselves to feel responsible for those kind of people in our life, then we can also condition ourselves to get the bigger picture, which is this is not your task. And from now on, you might reach out to people, you might help them, but you're not going to do that at the expense of your own well-being right? If you're helping people, then you're doing this because you're overflowing with time. You're overflowing with joy. You're overflowing with what you have to give. And I promise you, you will actually become a better friend. You will be able to help way more people. You will be able to have a bigger impact on the people in your life and enjoy the process altogether. Because if there's one thing I can guarantee you, then it's this. Our need to be a martyr, our need to be the hero, our need to be there for every single person who asks us to be there for them, that thing is draining us. And once you're drained, you have nothing else to give. You might feel like you're putting all your energy into that person. You're putting all your time into that person. But the result is going to be less and less visible or appreciated or even just effective because you don't have anything left to give. So you have to make sure that you continuously build your energy up and you do this Again, by applying the 80-20 rule. It's a reminder. It's a way of living that you take with you and you continuously just take inventory. You ask yourself, 
which situations are draining me the most? Which people in my life are causing me the biggest pain? Is there something I want to change about this? We're simply asking those questions and I guarantee you, you as an INFJ will find a solution that works for you. But if you are not asking those questions, if you're not taking inventory, then you can't make those changes happen. We as INFJs are holistic beings. We can look at situation from a bird's eye view. And in order for us to be able to live out the 80-20 rule in our favor, we have to be big picture thinkers. We have to look at it from a bird's eye view. Because if we don't do that, all we feel is the pain that we're causing towards that one person in that one situation or how we fall short in this particular task because we're only doing 20% of the work and getting 80% of the result and we're not focusing to get like everything done perfectly. Remember, if you want to take it to the next level and you say, I'm ready to put myself first, I'm ready to live that INFJ epic life and make this one of the things I'm taking with me, then join us in the INFJ epic life bootcamp. This is the fourth year we're doing this, I think. It's been a huge success. We're running it four times a year. It's lifetime access. So once you're in, you're automatically enrolled in every future round. And the best thing about it is INFJs keep coming back. And this is the best sign for me that this is working because this is not something that only works for INFJs in the particular phase of their life. No, it picks up where you are at this moment and it helps you to get to the next level. Join the waiting list in order to get access to the early bird prize and get notified once we go live. The next live round will start at the end of January. I'm really looking forward to that one. You know, the beginning of the year is always a magical time. Everything you need to know, you can find in the links in the description. And if you wanna watch another video now that is in the line with today's topic, then watch the video, The Exceptional Learning Curve of the INFJ.